With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good evening, everyone. This is Wednesday, July 31st, 2019. Hard to believe the end of July. And welcome to episode number 164 of the WWS Radio Network's weekly pop culture review show. This is WCWS Outside the Ropes. <clears throat> Once again, this is Mr. WCWS Chad Hinshaw back on the line here with you as we get set to talk about, of course, everything going on in the world of pop culture, of course, music, movies, sports. You name it, we will talk about it here tonight. Jordan may, of course, help me call the action here. He receives a 2015 and 17 WWS Hall of Famer and also part of the team, which <clears throat> which brings us WWS Raw Radio every Monday afternoon right here on TalkShoot.com. Ladies and gentlemen, I now bring to you the Iceman himself, J.D. Jared Geronimo. J.D., welcome to number 164 of Outside the Ropes. Good to be here. Thank you very much, Eric J.D. Of course, tonight, ladies and gentlemen, as always, we'll be bringing you some, some stories from the world of pop culture, courtesy of our friends at 411mania.com. Also tonight, J.D. will be bringing you some, of course, stories concerning the box office report, uh, and also, of course, some of sports headlines making the rounds here as well. Uh, hopefully, we'll get to also hear from the human suplex machine, John Gross. We have not heard from him as of yet, but hopefully we'll be he'll be popping on here sometime here in the next little while. If you care to join us here for episode 164 of Outside the Ropes here this evening, ladies and gentlemen, please feel free to give us a call. Our phone number, of course, is 1-605-562-0444. Caller ID 141-387-POUND. And press that one if you want to chime in on everything that we have to talk about here this evening on Outside the Ropes. <clears throat> and let's go ahead and get right underway here as we course, start with, of course, some stories making the rounds. Oh, excuse me, of, uh, on 411mania.com. And, of course, we do thank our friends at 411mania.com for allowing us here in the WWS Radio Network to read their stories on all of our shows here each and every week. In addition to Outside the Ropes, of course, also on Revolution, Wolfpack, Raw Radio, Power Hour, and others. Let's see what stories are some of the stories, some, some of these stories that are, kind of, are making the rounds here. Uh, <clears throat> um making the rounds here today okay let's see what we have here on tap first 
Joseph Lee brings us our first story today. As the writers of Spider-Man Homecoming are in talks to direct the new Dungeons and Dragons movie. Well, Spider-Man Homecoming was a pretty was pretty good. This all this all be a real good. Uh, Y'all have something good in store for Dungeons and Dragons and see what they have here on tap. Deadline reports that Spider-Man Homecoming writers Jonathan Goldstein and John Francis Daly are in talks to direct Dungeons and Dragons for Paramount and Hasbro's AllSpark Pictures. <clears throat> the two recently directed the comedy Game Night for New Line and Warner Bros. Pictures and were attached to The Flash at one point, but have since left the project. A new film based on the RP, the role-playing game has been developmental development hell for, for some time after it was last adapted in 2000. At one point, there was a legal battle over the game's film rights. Warner Brothers and New Line tried to get a reboot off the ground, including with director Chris McKay. The critical failure of Warcraft cooled the studios on the reboot, and eventually Paramount stepped in. The latest Ilio. Brian Goldner and Stephen Davis will produce. <clears throat> JD, if these two gentlemen here that uh, were uh, that wrote the screenplay for the, the Spider-Man Homecoming movie, if this movie turned out to be a real good success, how do you think they'll be doing with Dungeons and Dragons? That's a good question. How will they do? However, we'll have to wait and see. It's time will only tell, but it's going to be interesting. Yes, it will indeed. Uh, <clears throat> let's go ahead and see what we have right here on tap here. And of course, we haven't heard about when they'll release it. Obviously, because they're still in the talk, so it may be some time before we hear a little bit about a release date. But of course, a lot of people are going to be actually on this thing for quite some time. My personal opinion, my best, the best adaptation of Dungeons and Dragons was the cartoon back in the '80s. I remember that. So, uh, if if anyone doesn't, there was a cartoon back on Saturday morning, Saturday morning cartoon back in the '80s. I'm sure JD remembers that cartoon too. Yeah. So. Uh, okay, thank you. <clears throat> next, next up here from Joseph Lee again. Uh, of course, as you know, Rambo will be, in, will be, of course, another movie called Rambo: Last Blood, and apparently it's been given a R rating by the MPAA. Oh, okay. Well, of course, any Rambo movie, I'm sure, probably it wouldn't be too much of a surprise. But let's see what uh, let's see what uh, they have to say right here. Given how violent the Rambo series has been, no kidding, particularly the 2008 sequel, it's probably not a huge surprise that Rambo Last Blood has been given a hard R rating by the MPAA. Instagram star Sylvester Stallone announced that the latest installment of the series was given the R rating. He wrote, great day. We got our hard R rating today. What's coming is going to be unlike anything you've ever seen. Death, death is coming, of course, his character John Rambo said. The MPAA has yet to announce why they're why, why they've given it an R rating. You can probably guess, given what this series is known for. Obviously, the film, of course, was directed by Adrian Grunberg with the script by Stallone and also Matt. Uh, I'm gonna try to pronounce this last name. Circlenick. That's why I can pronounce it. It also stars Sergio Perez Mancheta, Yvette Monreal, Monreal, I guess as they pronounce it. Uh, Adriana. Br Barraza, Paz Vega, Oscar Janetta, and Wacasio. It will arrive in theaters on September the 20th. Uh, JD, as pretty much the story says, are you surprised at all that this latest installment in the Rambo series got this ready? No, not at all. So, 
I mean, I mean, as as they as they said, I mean, we all know all the Rambo movies. I mean, I think the last one they did, like you said, back eleven years ago, obviously was was one of the one of the most most gruesome ones uh, ever and since it, ever since be, the last uh, one came out. And this might be uh, more gruesome. Maybe the gruesome one. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, we don't know. Exactly. And of course, like I said, obviously the uh, trailer. Uh, so seeing the trailer for it already coming out for it, I mean, it looked it looked like it it, it probably needed it. So, um, <clears throat> we have one other story here, but that's going to probably have to do with our box office report. And I'm going to let JD report that here in just a few minutes. And you probably know what is probably concerning. But <clears throat> uh, Jeremy Thomas brought out the story yesterday, but we'll go ahead and read this. Uh, as Bruce Campbell den- denies that he was actually going to play Mysterio. In, in Sammy Remy's Spider-Man 4. Hmm. Bruce Campbell has shot down rumors that he was originally set to play Mysterio in Spider-Man 4. <clears throat> Campbell spoke with IO9 for an interview and while explained why he's not a big fan of doing green screen, explained why the rumors that he would have played the Spider-Man villain in the never-produced film were nonsense. I was just telling somebody, actors like, oh man, I wish I could be in one of the superhero movies. Man, I'd love to be Mysterio. Let's say Mysterio, Campbell said. Okay, congratulations, you're Mysterio. Here's your costume, and you can't even take a leak in this costume, but we've got a team for that. <clears throat> Don't worry, we've got, but we've got tubes, things like that, so we're, so we're going to be in this really uncomfortable and you're real, and you're not really going to be anywhere. You're in the King's Castle. Oh, yeah, you're, in, you're on that chair, painting green and in front of the green screen. And a guy right here and looking at that castle exploding. Oh, no, oh, no. Tennis ball on a stick. That's what you're looking at. Spider-Man 4 entered development after the third film was a huge hit with Remy set to direct and Tommy McGuire, Kirsten Dunst, and Moore signed to, repri- to reprise their roles. Excuse me. Uh, let me see. From the first three films. However, Remy never never liked the scripts that were produced and withdrew from the project over his doubts that the release date could be met, leading to Sony canceling the project. Mysterio, of course, eventually made it to the big screen this year's Spider-Man Far From Home when he was played, of course, by Jake Gyllenhaal. Uh, J.D. Wood, 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 Bruce, Wood, uh, I'll talk in a minute. Would Bruce Campbell have made a pretty good, um, um, would have been a pretty good role for him if he had taken uh bruce willis you said no bruce campbell oh bruce campbell it would have been interesting let's just say that it would have been very interesting however okay because we all know him for the uh what was it the evil dead movies he played ash i think it was yeah i yeah. think so um yeah 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 give me some sugar baby <laughs> yeah there uh-huh. you go of course this is of course like me of course being a big fan of being a big fan of course of the science fiction uh um classic star trek obviously of course everybody has heard, has heard me say that many many times uh apparently of course has been of course the talk that a new star trek series is going to be coming out on cbs all access called star trek picard of course patrick stewart reprising his role as, as captain picard but jeremy thomas brings us this story here as another star trek regular robert picardo says he may appear in star trek picard Hmm, let's see what this says. Star Trek Picard is set to feature some fan favorite stars from the franchise, and Robert Picardo may end up being one of them. Picardo spoke with Trekkie Girls at London Film and Comic Con and, and said that CBS has spoken 
with his agent about the series. I am pleased that CBS has expressed interest in me. Picardo, who co-starred in Star Trek Voyager, said, I have reached out to my agent about next season. So I'm looking forward to seeing Looking forward. What the heck is that? Oh, that's, that's, oh, that's, oh, that's, that's my okay. Friend's dog. Oh, that's my friend's dog. Hopefully celebrating his birthday. Oh, okay. Yeah, I reached out to my agent about next season, so I'm looking forward to seeing what it is. As you know, I've, I've played two characters, primarily the Doctor, but also Louis Zimmerman. Louis Zimmerman, the engineer who created the Doctor's program, certainly would have aged. He's in the same timeline as Patrick Stewart and all of the folks. He added, the Doctor, of course, like Dad, doesn't age, but there are ways to address that. As we all know, I joke the other day that my daughter does visual effects. That's exactly what she does is digitally correct actors. So I said, if they hired the two of us, you could make me look 25 years younger. Anyway, it would it will interesting it will be interesting to see when something happens. If something, but but I might have a chance to be on screen with Jerry again, of course, Jerry Ryan. It would be an honor and a delight, obviously, to have scenes with Patrick Stewart. So you know we'll keep our fingers crossed. Star Trek Picard, of course, sees Patrick Stewart reprise his role as Jean-Luc Picard. And Jerry Ryan, of course, as her character from Voyager 7 and 9, as well as Allison Pill, Michelle Hurd, Evan Evan Gora, Isa Briones, Santiago Cabrera, and Harry Treadaway. The series is set to premiere early next year. And a lot of people are, I don't think JD, anybody can wait that long for this. You know, Star Trek Discovery was kind of, uh, was, was kind of a, um, a big time wait. I wonder how much of a wait, um, how much people are, are going to be anticipating this. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. It will be very interesting. Yes, indeed. And you can tell, ladies and gentlemen, that JD is very excited. <laughs> no, he's, 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 he's cool. He's okay. Uh, we're, we're, I'm joking at you, JD. You know that. Um, of course, as we mentioned here before, of course, Avengers Endgame, of course, one of the Big time blockbusters, if you want to say that. Of course, between being in the theaters and obviously, of course, being on DVD coming out and Blu-ray and whatever else you can think of coming out here very, very soon. Uh, Jeremy Thomas brings us a story here. Came out also came out yesterday, saying the writers of the movie explain why Nick Fury, who was played, of course, by Samuel L. Jackson, wasn't in the battle scene. Hmm. I like to hear about this. Uh, the end of Avengers Endgame had just about every MCU hero united to take out Thanos, but Nick Fury, Nick Fury was left out, and the writers say that was by design. Christopher Marcus and Stephen McFeely spoke at San Diego Comic-Con, percomicbook.com, about the film and know that despite multiple revisions to the big battle, Nick Fury was never part of the plan. I don't think we ever put him in, Marcus said. It was because we have such a traffic jam of heroes and so much power that to have a guy who in combat would just be firing a gun, it doesn't come off well for Nick Fury, frankly. Fury appears in the film, but instead of being in the battle, he appears at Tony Stark's funeral. He then popped up in a major role in Spider-Man Far From Home. Do you think the Nick Fury character would have made any difference in that battle scene from Endgame there, J.D.? It could have been. You never know. So, I mean, Samuel Jackson brought that character to life, in my personal opinion. I thought he, I thought he did a tremendous job of it. And also, a couple quick, we'll, and also we'll get you a couple quick wrestling stories in before, uh, before, of course, uh, um, before we turn over JD here. I know he's got a lot to talk about here today. 
Uh, Jeremy Lambert brings, brings us this first story here. And, of course, I think J.D. actually mentioned something about this last night on Revolution, I believe. But I'll, I'll bring this up again because this is kind of a – this really probably got – this probably teased a lot of wrestling fans, especially with WWE the way it has been here recently. Vincent Man reportedly asked for last night's version of SmackDown to be entirely rewritten. I think J.D. did mention something about this last night, but I'll, re I'll just reiterate this. According to Ryan Satin of Pro Wrestling Sheet and Dave Meltzer of Wrestling Observer, Vince McMahon asked for last night's SmackDown to be entirely rewritten. As previously reported, Big E and Xavier Woods were scheduled to face Elias and Drew McIntyre in a match announced over the weekend. However, it was announced earlier early, early yesterday that the New Day would face the OC in a six-man six tag team action. Finn Balor versus Dolph Ziggler is, was, was still scheduled for a night show, though Balor was missing from Smackville on Saturday with a stomach bug that put him in the hospital. Multiple changes were made to last week's SmackDown that Shawn Michaels was advertised to appear on commentary, but instead did a segment with The Miz. Daniel Bryan was also set to make a big announcement, but did not appear on the show. Um, J.D., you, you pretty much mentioned a whole lot about this. Um, uh, to your best um, last night. I mean, I mean, what's your, what's your continuing thoughts about this about this situation regarding Vince McMahon rewriting SmackDown so suddenly? Go figure. I mean, he continues to just stir the hornet's nest, if you will. How I mean, basically, however, I mean, there was four different times he had to rewrite the show literally yesterday. I mean, we thought at one point we were going to see the club versus the Good Brothers or the OC. How are. We thought we were going to see, however, the Iconics versus the Kabuki Warriors and possibly Fire and Ice. That never happened. I mean, there were so many changes during the show, however. There was only five matches on this show, and I just, I didn't get it. I mean, I'm going to have a lot to say about it tonight, obviously, on uh, the debate and also on Revisit. But you had five matches in Jerry the King's hometown. You had a couple more matches added to Summer Scam. I mean, it's just, I don't get it. I just do not get it. I, I would agree with that 110. percent Of course, I I re actually reported this right here. I do believe. Uh, um, let me see. I think I did report it. I think Monday on Raw Radio, and I think I also mentioned something about it over the weekend too. Uh, Jeremy Thomas brings us a story from the day as Karen Q undergoes surgery for her broken ankle. Karen Q has undergone surgery to fix the broken ankle she suffered during an NXT excuse me, live event over the weekend. Karen's boyfriend, indie wrestler, indie wrestler Bison, revealed the news on Twitter. Q initially said she had a broken leg. WWE.com later said it was a fractured lateral malleus. Oh, crap. I, sorry. Yeah, which are, of course, ankle bones, obviously. Of course, there is no timetable for when Karen Q will return. Of course, on, of course, 411 Mania, as well as, of course, here in the WWS Radio Network, sends our best wishes for a quick and full recovery to uh, this fine young lady here. Uh, JD, uh, any, 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 any opinions about um, Karen Q? Have you seen her compete? Well, let's just say hopefully she's recovering, however, and hopefully she'll be back on her feet soon, but it's going to take her a while to get back on her feet, however. I mean, she just had surgery after all, and who knows how long she's going to be out of action, but we'll have to wait and see. But uh, this is a bad break, however, at this time, however, and now she's got a long road of recovery ahead of her. 
And of course, her boyfriend, like we said, an Indian indie wrestler by the name of Bison. He looked like he was a pretty tough dude right here. On his Twitter handle at 3.39 a.m. this morning, uh, says, staying up late, praying for a successful surgery this morning, staying close by to carry you home. Ha- at Karen me m-e-e-e hashtag can't sleep hashtag recovery hashtag karen q that's dedication i yep. that, that's that's true dedication i mean uh, i mean my hat my hat's off my hat's off to him and hopefully like i said miss we'll see, get to see miss q back up and wrestling here again really really soon and one more quick story then jd i'm gonna turn it swing, swing over to you i'm gonna save some stuff here we'll talk about tonight on, uh, of course, Revolution. Uh, Jeremy Thomas brings the story here. Apparently, SmackDown ratings slips against the Democratic debate. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. Let's 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 see. Let's let's read this. SmackDown was no match for the carload of Democratic presidential candidates taking the, the, the debate stage, taken down from last week's numbers. Tuesday night's episode drew a 0.57 rating in the 1849 demographic and 1.911 million viewers, down 12% and 11% respectively from last week's 0.65 demo rating, an audience of 2.162 million. Both numbers were the lowest since the July 9th episode, which scored a 0.53 and 1.853 million viewers. The debate won the night on CNN with a 1.65 demo rating and 8 0.643 million viewers. SmackDown came in at number five among cable original first show Buzz Daily behind the debate. The debate, the debate, <clears throat> uh, uh, closing proceedings, 1.55 rating and 8.086 million. The opening proceedings, 1.09 and 6.278 million. And the post debate analysis, 1.08. 5.570 million. All the debate numbers have strong scores in male demographics. The same demo as SmackDown's target audience. JD, if, if something like the debate can bring SmackDown to its knees, then obviously WWE is, of course, obviously doing something wrong. Apparently they are. Like you said, how I mean, we, we just talked about it moments ago. I mean, literally, Howard. I mean, they had to rewrite the show literally last night, Howard. And it says, I mean, it was supposed to have Big E and Xavier versus Elias and Drew. Then it got changed to the club versus, or the OC, however. What I'm going to call them against the New Day. And then it was Kofi and AJ. And if that's not all, Howard said, however, that uh, originally Finn was not supposed to be there taking on Ziggler, however, because of a stomach bug that put him in the hospital. And he missed, of course, the Smackville show on Saturday, but I was surprised that he did show up in Memphis in Jerry the King's hometown last night. However, and we saw what happened, of course, with a couple other matches announced for the show. And they've already announced, uh, believe it or not, for this coming Tuesday, these matches could happen. Maybe either as dark matches or overall on the show at the Little Caesars Arena in Detroit Rock City. Kofi Kingston versus Samoa Joe again. And Dolph Ziggler and Roman, however... Uh, actually, my mistake, however. Kofi Kingston versus Samoa Joe versus Dolph Ziggler and Roman versus Drew, believe it or not. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, all right. So, well, like I said here, ladies and gentlemen, I mean, we all knew that, that other sports would, would, would uh, normally get the attention of a, a lot of, of, of a lot of the young male audience, of course, here in recent memory. But I personally would never think, I'm sure JD would agree, 
that something like the president a presidential debate would be able to take down something like smackdown my per, i mean it's just a, a surprising absolutely surprising but i guess as they say of course in wrestling and jd would agree with this as well anything could possibly and does happen so ladies and gentlemen there is my portion of the news here for tonight let's go ahead and get to let's get to the Iceman here as he brings us of course our box office report for tonight which includes a very interesting number for an interest for one particular movie and also i believe some sports headlines kind of making the rounds here for big big day coming big weekend i'm sure coming up in a lot of big time sports so jd let's go ahead and swing it on over here to you all right the Lion King continues to roar with audiences, however, for the second week in a row. This week, however, it took in 76.6 million, however, and now has made over 351.8 million in just two weeks' time. The previous weekend, however, mind you, it made 191.7 million. Last week's number one movie, Spider-Man: Far From Home, last week, however, finished second last week with 21.2 million, and on a budget of 160 million in three weeks' time, it's made 319.8 million. Toy Story 4, however, dropped a spot, however, going to 15.5 million, and in five weeks' time, it's done 376.4 million, or almost 376.5 million. Crawl, however, also dropped a spot, however, only doing 6 million and in two weeks' time, and it only made 23.9, almost 24 million in just two weeks' time on a budget of 13.5 million. And yesterday, the Beatles movie, however, finished out the top five last week with 5 million, however, mind you. On a budget of 26 million in just a month's time, it has already made 57.5 million. This week, however, here's your other top movies of the week, however. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which I did see on Sunday, however, with Kurt Russell, Leo DiCaprio, Brad Pitt, and in his final film role, Luke Perry, debuted, however, in second place with $41 million on a budget of $90 million. It was the number two movie of the week. Spider-Man Far From Home, however, continues to do pretty well with audiences, taking in another $12.4 million, however, and now it's made $344.7 million in just a month's time. Toy Story 4, however, continues to do well and now has grossed over $396.2 million in six weeks' time after finishing fourth this week with $10.4 million. Crawl, meanwhile, however, dropped the spot, however, with $4 million and in just three weeks' time has only made $31.5 million. Meanwhile, this week, however, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, his cousin Roman Reigns, however, and Jason, Jason Statham star in the latest new Fast and the Furious movie, however, Hobbs and Shaw. Will it be good enough to challenge the uh, Lion King? We'll have to wait and see. Meanwhile, in sports news, however, it's been a very busy day, however, in baseball and in football. Case in point, first off, in the NFL. Earlier in the day, however, Michael Thomas signed a new contract with the New Orleans Saints, however, on a five-year deal that was worth up to $100 million that will include $61 million guaranteed. His deal of $19.25 million, million per year for a total of $96.25 million will and for a total of $96.25 million, will need to reach elite performance escalators in both 2022 and 2023 to push the total value over to $100 million, however. Thomas is set to make $1.15 million this season in the final year of his rookie contract. He did not report for the start of Saints training camp as he sought a new deal. If that's not all, however, he is one of several players holding, who's holding out for more money. As of now, Los Angeles Chargers running back and Dallas Cowboys running back Melvin Gordon and Ezekiel Elliott, who is set to make $5.5 million and over $6 million in the next two years, continue to hold out of their respectable team's training camp. In fact, Elliott was seen reported in Cabo, 
in Mexico, however, the last few days, and has told Jerry Jones, however, his boss and owner, however, he will not report to Dallas Camp until he gets a new contract. In addition to that, there's an also talk, however, believe it or not, that Dak Prescott, however, the Dallas Cowboys quarterback, and Amari Cooper are also seeking new deals with the Cowboys. Meanwhile, in other football news, tragically and sadly, however, the son of former uh, football superstar, Mark Bonacani, his legendary father, Nick, who played for the Miami Dolphins and the Boston Patriots in the 60s and 70s, however, and who, of course, had been very sick, however, had been very ill for quite some time, however, believe it or not, and who was taken in the 13th round by the Boston Patriots to the upstart AFL and played for them for six years before going to the Miami Dolphins, passed away tragically and suddenly, unfortunately, this morning at the age of 78. Mark, of course, who was paralyzed, however, 20-some years ago, of course, however, had his father start a fund for his son, however, called the Boniconi Fund, however, or the Miami Project to Cure Paralysis. Family spokesman Bruce Bobbin said that Nick, however, died in his sleep, however, in Bridgehampton, New York, late yesterday, however, mind you. And as a result, Don Shula, one of Nick's closest friends with the Dolphins, both on and off the field as his coach and good friend, however, said this, about Nick's passing earlier this afternoon. Nick was special to me in every way. He was something I, someone I greatly admired, Howard. His groundbreaking work with the Miami Project to Cure Paralysis has made a huge difference in the lives of so many people. I am thankful to have had him as a close friend, as a player, but also more so, however, as a human being. I will miss him. Meanwhile, his son, Mark, our friend, and Nick's son, said this about his father's passing. Today, with a heavy heart and profound sorrow, my family and the entire Miami Project to Cure Paralysis and Fund that my father and I started mourn the loss of a man who is truly larger than life, my dad. My dad has been my hero and represents what I've aspired to be, a mentor, a champion, and a leader. And to that, however, he is no longer with us. Nick, of course, was also an eight-time Pro Bowler and, of course, won Super Bowl titles with the Miami Dolphins in 1972 and 73. He was inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame in 2001. Now, two years ago, however, he said, however, in an interview that he would donate his brain for CTE research. He revealed later that year, however, that he was suffering from memory loss and could not use his left hand and was also paralyzed somewhat. As a result, however, over the past year or so, however, he had been trying, however, mind you, however, to get better. But now, unfortunately, that is not the case, sad to say. Uh, let's see, what else? Oh, yes, in baseball news, however, the trade deadline came and went with some big deals earlier today. And including one of those deals, however, mind you, however, was, believe it or not, the talk about Madison Baumgartner, the Giants' pitching ace. As a result, Howard, he will stay with the team at least until the end of the year going into the winter, and we'll see if he will be traded in the offseason. But in addition to that, the Houston Astros might have just bought themselves another American League championship pennant in the process. Earlier this afternoon, the Astros acquired Arizona Diamondbacks superstar Zach Greinke and will join Justin Verlander and Garrett Cole uh, in their rotation. As a result, Houston sent right-hander Corbin Martin, right-hander, a first baseman Seth Beer, and infielder Jose Josh Rojas to Arizona to complete the deal. Cole said, of course, Garrett Cole, the former Pirate and number one draft pick, however, formerly of UCLA, was actually seen celebrating, however, along with his teammate and good friend Justin Verlander in the in the um, locker room just a few hours ago, however, when he heard the news, however, come down through some team, one of his teammates, however, 
believe it or not. Granke, who is 10-4 this season with a 2.90 ERA, however, and 23 starts this season, however, is set to pitch, however, for the club later this week or possibly early next week. Thank you, thank you very much there, uh, J.D. Of course, big-time stuff going on here. And our thoughts on the condolences absolutely goes with the uh, goes with the, fam- with the family of a great football star. And uh, uh, my personal opinion, uh, went too soon. My, out of respect, I say that. Went too soon. I think J.D. definitely would agree. Uh, there as well. One of the best here, of course, a very fitting tribute by my legendary coach, Don Shula, which I thought that was also a very class act in my own personal opinion, indeed. Thank you very much, here, J.D., with your with your uh, sports headlines and the box house report here. As we said, of course, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I even heard, J.D., that the line, that the new Lion King movie kind of surpassed the animated version, believe it or not. That's what I had heard, too, yes. Uh, that's pretty, pretty good. That so... So like I said, I mean, if that's so, they 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 kept the right formula with it. I will tell you that. And I guess it's what it needed, and they needed a little live action touch. I guess, and we I guess we all got it. So there you go. One six zero five five six two zero four four four. Caller ID, of course, one four one three eight seven pound. This is episode one sixty four of WWS Out South the Ropes for, of course, uh, Wednesday, July thirty first, two thousand nineteen. <clears throat> Mr. WWS Chad Henshaw. And the Iceman, Jared DiGiromo, join uh, uh, join us um, join you here here tonight. Uh, apparently, we apparently something must probably happen with the human suplex machine, John Gross, and he did not has not made it on the line. So I guess something has come up, and he probably will not be able to be with us here this evening. But of course, don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, coming up in about an hour. Don't forget our next installment of WWS Wrestling Debate, one three nine nine two five pound. As we of course. The Madness Kingdom will have on the table here, of course, talking about what happened with Raw, what happened with SmackDown, of course, what's all leading up, what 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 effect it will have, of course, with uh, SummerSlam, or as JD calls it, Summer Scam. <laughs> Not too shabby there, JD, very nice. Uh, and also, of course, AEW coming up here as well. Um, <clears throat> other other thing, other stores, of course, coming coming into the wrestling stores coming into the mix as well. Be sure to join us here, of course, coming up here at eight o'clock. For one hour here on WWS Wrestling Debate, one four one three nine, excuse me, nine two five pound for that. And then, ladies and gentlemen, I'll be back on here with episode seven oh five of Revolution, as our live video feed will be from ROH US Honor of the Ring <clears throat> news and views, history and birthdays. Of course, we'll also bring our thoughts and opinions as to what happened last night on Smack, and also some other um, fun stuff here will definitely take will take place here as well. So be sure to listen in. Of course. Uh, one three eight zero five five pound for that. <clears throat> As we of course start getting primed and ready to go here with SummerSlam coming up right around the corner, we'll of course get you of course in on um, on everything going on here with that. Uh, don't forget of course as well. <clears throat> uh, uh, while while we have a few moments, I'll go ahead and, and let you know here of course of a couple of things to check out here. Don't forget of course the eBay store here, like I said, entitled Perpetual Uniquity. Internet retail for the eternally distinctive individual, where of course we have a lot of great items are for sale for on there currently right now, even as we speak. Almost I think around 250 items on there right now. Of course, we've got everything like I said from Kiss and other rock and roll pieces of rock and roll memorabilia, also classic Hot Wheels cars, books and other knickknacks. Of course, men's wounds and children's clothing. 
Also, of course, don't forget <clears throat> uh, video games for the PlayStation 3, PlayStation 4, Xbox 360, and PSP. And yes, ladies and gentlemen, of course, not that many out there left, but you can still have your opportunity to go after one. Um, so, uh, DVDs, Blu-rays, and HD DVDs of your favorite uh, animated, also science fiction, uh, action, drama, comedy, uh, wrestling, TV series, <clears throat> and of course, uh, also horror as well. So be sure to look, be sure to check all that out here today. Uh, like I said, eBay.com forward slash str forward slash <clears throat> perpetual uniquity that is p e r p u t a l u n i q u i t y <clears throat> and uh, like i said be sure to check all that check all that stuff out here today more stuff is continuing to be to uh um to be added on here even even as we speak um <clears throat> also here don't forget um of course our e our uh, facebook uh, group page, of course, Bulldog DVD sales of variety. Of course, several more uh, lists have been added on here within the last couple of days. Uh, different different movies, of course, ranging from, of course, comedy to action to drama to kids and, and other animated movies. Also, science fiction. Also, like we said, we have wrestling titles, music, sports, uh, <clears throat> um, horror. You name it, we've got all different genres of it. Of course, we, we even now have one list with with all different Blu-rays. Of, of course, everything from uh, right now, some of the titles that we have available on Blu-ray right now, even as we speak, are like American Gangster, Michael Clayton, Aftermath, The Dictator, um, Wonder Woman, Batman vs. Superman, Dawn of Justice, Logan, and several others. So be sure to check all that out here today. Uh, and also, ladies and gentlemen, don't forget, of course, the big time special that we're going, we're taking care of here between now and the end of the year. Every single title on that page, ladies and gentlemen, is worth one dollar. And of course, Mr. WSWS, Chad Hinshaw, right here, giving you your my, giving you my complete assurance and guarantee that every single DVD has been inspected, every single DVD has been checked out, and yes, every single DVD has no problem with it whatsoever. If there was any problems with those DVDs, ladies and gentlemen, I would not be posting any on that page. So, like you have my complete assurance here, there is absolutely nothing wrong with these DVDs. <clears throat> and of course, if you, please always feel free to message me if you'd like to, of course, uh, inspect it for yourself by, like I said, by with by looking at the case, looking at the DVD, looking at the front and back. Please feel free to do so, and don't be afraid to ask. I will definitely, I will definitely. Um, uh, give you my complete assurance of that and, and let you inspect it for yourself. So be sure to check it out here today. <clears throat> and of course, like I said, don't, don't ask me how, how it is. Ask the Iceman right here. He's our very first customer. <laughs> so, you know, as he, he, as he of course has uh, uh, four titles, of course, under his belt, which are coming his way here really, really soon. Uh, so be sure to check it out. Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Bulldog DVD sales and variety. And remember, and remember at Bulldog DVD sales and variety, we take a bite out of the call so you can enjoy your favorite selection. Be sure to check it out here today. Uh, let's see here. Uh, well, JD, I guess with John not here, I guess. Well, wait a minute. Hold that thought just a second here. I think we might have someone popping in here. And ladies and gentlemen, if I'm not too much mistaken, I do believe. It is, of course, now coming in from Front Royal, Virginia. He is, of course, the first 2016 WWS Hall of Famer. And, of course, uh, of course, uh, one of JD's part broadcast partners, of course, on WWS Raw Radio. 
He is, of course, the human simplex machine himself, Mr. John Gross. John, welcome to 164 of Outside the Gross. Who said, John, who said I wasn't coming? Well, we didn't who know. Said I was going to make it. We know you've been here by now. <laughs> we were, now, now, John, were, were you were you too busy on the the village, the beautiful women? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was busy. Yeah, 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 yeah. There you go. So, uh, Touche. So. Well, guys, we like so we have about uh, like I said about not about twenty minutes left. How about we? Uh, well, how about we? How, how about we take part in some movie trivia? How's that sound? Right. Uh, pass the time here, okay? Uh, let's see. Then I think. Okay. Um, uh, let me see here. Let me see here. Uh, uh, hmm. Let's see. Hmm. Well, if I can find you a good one here, guys, I will, I will post, I will post that here. Uh, oh, wait a minute. Okay, I think I might have a good one right here. Let's see what this is. Uh, okay. Uh, okay. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> um, all right, all right. Um, I know that. No, that's kind of hard, John. But that's uh, yeah, try to keep it turned down a little bit right there. Okay. Okay. Th thank you. Thank you. There. All right, JD. I will speak, sir. <clears throat> um, the movie. Shaft won the best song Oscar in 1971 for what music? R&B. Uh, I don't know if this was considered R&B or not, but uh, but it was the theme from Shaft. Oh, okay. Uh, John Breakfast at Tiffany's is a famous film, but who wrote the book? Okay. Uh, Truman Capote. That's right, Truman Capote. That's right. All right. All right, JD, we're back to you, sir. What Hollywood star had a job as an aircraft factory inspector? A what inspector? An aircraft factory inspector. I am going to say Don DeLuise. That's a good guess. Marilyn Monroe, believe it or not. Shocking. All right, John, listen, John, listen very carefully. And, okay. Okay, I was just trying to get around that that background sound there, but uh, okay. All right, listen All right. very carefully. In in the James Bond movie Gold, who was the boss of the cement mixers? Who's this question to me? 
I'm talking to James. I couldn't hear. Okay, in the James Bond movie Goldfinger, who was the boss of the cement mixers? Okay. Ooh, I'm having some thundering back here behind me. I said M. That's a good guess. This is something JD, with all due respect, this is something JD wish he had more of, and that was pussy galore. (laughs) 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 Yeah. Okay. Um, all right, JD. Uh, this is from. This is actually talking about one of your favorite movies. So listen, listen very, very carefully. What was the basis for the movie Die Hard? Hostages taking over uh, on Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, if that's what this was, um, actually, it was based on a novel by Walter Wa- Wagers, I guess, called Fifty Eight Minutes. All right, uh, all right, John. Here's your question. Now I'm going to have to spell one of this very carefully, so that way you understand what I'm saying. Okay. Joe Yule Y U L E Jr., who was born in 1920, became a Hollywood star under what name? Uh, can I take a hint? Uh, yeah, uh, let me see. Let me see. He was in the original Pete's Dragon. I know who it is. All right, hold this. Let's see if, let's see if John... John, I'm sorry. You were saying, I'm sorry. Are you still checking? Okay, he's still checking. Okay. I give up. <laughs> All right, John. JD, do you know who it was? Mickey Rooney. You're right. It's Mickey Rooney. Okay, JD, I'll go to you, sir. After 50 years of acting, who was given an honorary Oscar in 1985? I want to say that was Errol Boyd. Who? Errol Boyd. That's a good answer. Believe it or not, it was, believe it or not, it was Jimmy Stewart. <laughs> Jimmy Stewart. Yeah, that's right. All right, John. Listen, listen. This is this, this. Now, this might go back a little ways, but if you, but like I said, if you need to look it Hold up. Hold on, I got a phone call. Okay, well, Hello? Right. 
yes, I have constipation. What, what can I do about it? <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> and I'll come back to John. I'll owe him a question, JD. I'll go ahead and ask you this one, then I'll come back to John. Uh, JD, um, who danced alongside Gene Kelly in Anchors Away in 1945? Uh, Good guess, believe it or not, it was Jerry Mouse from Tom and Jerry. Um, let's see, John, are you back with us? Hey, you still on the phone. All right, JD, I'm going to give you this next one. Listen, now this one's going to blow your mind if you don't know this, but I, let me go ahead and tell you, let me go ahead and ask you the question. Frank Sinatra, John Wayne, and Paul Newman all rejected. Okay, I'm back. John, I owe you two questions, by the way. Um, so I'll, I'll, I'll uh, but I'm, I'm, I'm asking JD this one here. JD, 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 let me ask you, let me ask you again. Frank Sinatra, John Wayne, and Paul Newman all reject all rejected which movie role? Gone with the Wind. That's a good guess. Believe it or not, they rejected Dirty Harry. The three of them did. Oh, should have done that. Darn it. All right, John, I owe you two questions. So the next two will be yours. Listen very carefully. Okay. Okay, John, what was the name of the German film of the 1920s that starred Max Schreck, S-C-H-R-E-C-K, as a vampire? Say that again now. What was the name of the German film of the 1920s that starred Max Schreck, he spells it S-C-H-R-E-C-K, as a vampire? Uh, don't know. JD, do you want to take a shot at it? What's the question? What was the, what was, yeah, that's really important. What was the name of the German film of the 1920s that starred Max? Nostrato? Hello? Yeah, we're still here. Chad? Yeah, your your plan failed. <laughs> See you later. 
Hey, Chad. Oh, hey, JD. Yeah. Are we doing revis uh, debate tonight? Yeah. Yep, yeah. so your computer's back. Yep. All right. Glad that you got your computer. Glad that you got your computer thing straightened out. Yeah, it's 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 doing better. Let's just say. Yeah, I bet it was hell for you. Oh, four days? You're not kidding with hell. Mm-hmm. I would agree. <laughs> J.D., John, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, sorry about that. My internet got knocked off for just one second. Um, J.D., let me ask you the question again. John, did I know the answer? Yeah, I got the answer. You got the answer? Nostrato. Uh, that's close enough. Nosferatu, I think it's how it's pronounced, but that's close enough. Okay. All right, uh, J.D., I'll go with you with this next question. What was Bruce? What was Bruce Lee's first Hollywood film? Who's this question to, John or me? You. You. Ah. You. The big, the big boss. That's a good guess. The answer is Enter the Dragon. No, Enter the Dragon was his last film. Apparently they got, well, somebody did something confusing. They were wrong because it was the big boss because the big boss was saying when Enter the Dragon was his last film in 73. They kind of screwed up on that. They screwed up on that one. Yeah, well, then you got it. I'll, I'll give that to you. Okay. All right. All right, uh, John, what Bond film was titled in Japan, The Dead Slave? Ooh. What James Bond film was entitled The Dead Slave in Japan? Was known as The Dead Slave in Japan. It was an actual James Bond mm. Where I don't know. JD, you want to take a shot at it? Which one's this one again? What James Bond movie was known in Japan as The Dead Slave? The Man with the Golden Gun? Yes. Live and Let Die. Dead Slave, should have known that. Okay. Now, JD, we'll go back to you here, sir. What movie, which was filmed in 1945, 
won Best Picture, Actor, and Director Oscars. Best Shoes of Our Lives? That's a good answer. The Lost Weekend. Lost Weekend. All right, Jason and John, listen very carefully. Which actor died during the filming of Gladiator? I would assume it's the one with Russell Crowe. I mean, that's the only one I know. I think John is thinking about this answer. All right, what was the question now? The question, the question was, which actor died during the filming of Gladiator? Oliver Reed. You got it. Man, that, that was surprising. A couple more guys before we close up the shop for the night. Uh, JD Jack Nicholson made his debut in in in, in what? Okay, Jack Nicholson made his debut in what film in 1958? The Blob. Cry Baby Killer. Hmm. Uh, John, I ask you this question here: What was the first Bond film not based on an Ian Fleming book? Huh? Uh, Golden Eye. You got it. Golden Eye. Uh, JD, what famous actor wrote the book? Mm -hmm. What famous actor wrote the book The Outlaw Trail? Uh, pass. John, do you want to take a shot at it? Pat. Robert Redford. Huh. Uh, uh, John uh, uh, Buster Keaton, who of course was a well-known silent film actor, his his silent films contract forbade forbade him from doing what on screen. Uh, give me a hint. Uh, well, what happens if you turn a frown upside down?
to become happy. I'll give it to you. Believe it or not, Buster Keaton's silent films contract forbade him from smiling on screen. Smiling. Isn't that unbelievable? Wow. All right, All right. JB, one more, and John, one more, and then we'll, cut it. we'll call it a night. Um, <clears throat> JD, which U.S. film not, was based on Thomas Dixon's book, The Klansman? Uh, 12 Years a Slave. Good answer. Birth of a Nation. And John, your your uh, your last question. In the film Bambi, everybody remembers Bambi. What is Bambi's first word? Uh, right, say bird. You're correct. It is in fact bird. All right, guys. We'll we'll try some more of these, of course, next week here. Gentlemen, anything? All right. Nope. Okay. Nope. Okay. We'll talk to you later on, John, on debate and also on revolution, sir. Okay. All right. Thank you very much, there, John. Thank you, John. Yes, sir. Ladies and gentlemen, that is, of course, Human Suplex Machine, John Gross here. Uh, join us. We'll hear from him on Wrestling Debate coming up in 30 minutes and also on Revolution coming up at 9. Uh, J.D., anything, sir, you wish to add before we close up outside the ropes for the night? J.D. I'm back. No. Okay. Okay. I'm <laughs> sorry. Okay. On that note here, folks, I want to thank everyone for listening here tonight to episode 164 of WWS Outside the Ropes. Uh, of course, I want to thank the Iceman, Jared DiGirolamo, and the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross, for joining me here tonight. Be sure to join us, of course, coming up, like we said, in 30 minutes for Wrestling Debate, 139-925-pound. And also, of course, Revolution, 138-055-pound, where we'll, of course, be talking about what happened, of course, last night on SmackDown, in addition to some of our news and history as well. Uh, our live video feed will be from ROHUS, Honor of the Ring, so be sure to listen in on that. Outside the Ropes, episode 164 is a broadcast of the WWS Radio Network right here on TalkShoe.com, where we, are, where we are, of course, are four years older and continuing to be bolder. The radio Network continues to be and will forever remain your pop culture connection. Folks, take care of yourselves and each other. Join us next week for our next edition of WWS Outside the Ropes. And we'll be back on, like we said, here in a little bit with Wrestling Debate. And then, of course, at 9, I'll be back with Revolution. <clears throat> Thank you and God bless from everyone here at the WWS Radio Network. And of course, I'll say that one more time. Uh, since 2015, your source for everything in the world of pop culture, wrestling, and everything in between, this is the WWS Radio Network. Have a good evening, folks. We'll talk at you here in a little bit. Take care. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.